Hey everybody, welcome back to the Tranquility Podcast. Today we have another guest and we're going to be talking about self-reflection. So I'm going to allow my guest to introduce herself. Hi, I'm Tiana. Um, just want to say that I feel honoured to be here on Sora's podcast. I think this is such a great space and I'm excited to have a conversation today. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> I appreciate you for being on here. Of course, of course. What is that? Oh, I forgot to say, I hope you guys are having a good day, having a good night whenever you're listening to this. So um, what is self-reflection? What is self-reflection to you? Self-reflection to me is basically understanding yourself in the deepest and truest form, um, mm-hmm. especially in terms of like our behavior, how we react to things and why we are a certain way. I feel like every part of us, you know, we're not just born with certain characteristics or personality traits or behaviors. Everything is mm-hmm. has happened and occurs for a certain reason. And self-reflection is basically just understanding why you are a certain way from your past. Yeah. You explained that 100% the way I would have. Mm-hmm. It's like taking the time out of your day to just sit down and just ask yourself, like, those important questions, like, why did I react this certain way to the situation? Mm-hmm. Or, like, what happened to me in the past? that made me the way I am now. Mm-hmm. I Those conversations are so important to have. Mm-hmm. And like these days we are so distracted and it seems harder for like most people to have time to self-reflect even though like, you know, we have all the time in the world by, you know, social media is like scrolling through TikTok, mm-hmm. watching Netflix and just, you know, occupying their time with anything other than, you know, looking in and having that time to reflect on themselves. A hundred percent. And I feel like now it's so much easier to to blame things on, like, you know, people and situations instead of, like, you know, holding yourself accountable sometimes for... Um, you know, the things that do happen in your life and, you know, taking this step to change your thought patterns, change your habits and your behaviours, you know, to better yourself and, you know, like kind of improve the situations around you and or like, you know, help you deal with it better instead of just, you know, just spending your life um, being the victim sometimes. I agree. I think our generation something that we normalize is like toxic things and just negative behaviors and it's so easy now these days on the internet to just say whatever you want Mm. therefore people just like all the time are just attacking others for no reason and then it's just it becomes a normal thing to just blame things on others instead of realizing how you've impacted the situation and what your cause of the situation is yeah and people are dead ass people are walking projections and they don't even realize that. They don't even realize that they're projecting like, you know, the fears and insecurities onto other people. Mm-hmm. And 
because people don't self-reflect. People don't take the time out of the day to like yeah. just be with themselves and understand yeah. themselves properly. Yeah, and with like with our generation, it's so easy to just move on to something else or find another distraction somewhere else. So it's like instead of dealing with the situation and realizing what they've done or what you've done, they just you know you move on to something else to distract you instead of dealing with it. Yeah. And although I, I really hate lockdowns, I appreciate them as well because mm. it allows us to slow down uh-huh. and yeah. actually be with ourselves because, you know, it's so easy to just be like, all right, I don't feel good. I'm going to go out with my friends. I don't feel yeah. good. Um, I'm going to go out and eat or do this or do that. Anything besides, you know, having the chance to, to deal with your problems instead we all run away. And, you know, when lockdown first started happening, I took that chance to actually self-reflect and, you know, mm-hmm. I self like I, the whole 2020 was just me basically self-reflecting and just learning more about myself and yeah. just accepting every aspect of myself. And that like led to me loving myself mm-hmm. even more. And, you know, I had so many insecurities and now it's like they don't even exist anymore. Like even if they did, it doesn't bother me as much as I used to let it. Yeah, I love that. I love that. That's so. When did your like self reflection like journey start, or like when did you start actually like committing and dedicating your time to self reflect? Um, I'm an overthinker, so. In every situation, I've thought about probably every possible scenario that can happen. I'm always thinking about the past, always thinking about the future, always thinking about the present. So I feel like I'm always in some way self-reflecting, but I feel like in the last few months, it's gotten to a much more like deeper level where I'm trying to like, instead of just pinpointing and understanding, I guess what reaction or how I behave, it's more so like why am I behaving this way and why do I have this kind of reaction and why am I this way rather than just being like, um, for example, it's like why do I have so much anxiety in this scenario instead of being, oh, I have anxiety and then full stop. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's been, I guess, the core of it for maybe the last I would say like three months. That's probably when it really started to get to that kind of level. Yeah, that's good. And it's like you learn so much about yourself. So much. And it's like, like, you know, you spend every single hour, every single second with yourself. And Mm -hmm. it's like sometimes we don't even know ourselves. Yeah, 100%. And a lot of the times we just like avoid things because it's just so easy these days to just focus on something else instead of dealing with yeah self-reflection comes with like self-compassion as well Mm -hmm. and you know when you avoid your emotions and you avoid like everything um comes to a point where you're so hard on yourself and you don't even know why it was like oh um what i do that and like it's not even like a good way like oh what i do that like just thinking and like just 
asking that question to learn more. You're like, why did I do that? Like, in order to put yourself down, and and then like you know, people, and it, I used to be so hard on myself. It was like, oh, I'm so stupid. Like, why would I say that? Why would I do this? Yeah. And then like you need to have that compassion, that self compassion with yourself, and when you reflect, don't don't reflect with hate. Like reflect with love because you know we, you didn't know as much as you know now. Like back mm-hmm. then, obviously, like you know, you're acting that type of way for a reason. You just didn't know, and yeah. it's not your fault. A hundred percent. I feel like that's sort of like the phase that I'm at now, where it's trying to be like more compassionate to myself because I'm the same as you. Like I can be like really hard on myself and. You know, when, when things go wrong or when I'm in a situation that, you know, isn't what I want it to be, I sort of start attacking myself and being like, you know, why did you do this? Or like, why did you think this? Why are you reacting in this way? Instead of just being like, you know, like, it's not always my fault or it's not even a situation where I should even be attacking myself. And I, like, I've always suffered with like, I don't want to say stuff, but I've always struggled with confidence and, like, self-esteem. So, like, when things go wrong, it's always, like, just me attacking myself instead of being, like, it's not your fault. you got to, like, understand, like, the whole truth of, like, the things that are happening and, yeah, just trying to be, like, less hard on myself is definitely something that I'm trying to do more of in terms of, like, self-reflecting and dealing with situations and things like that. I definitely... I'm improving, but it's still definitely something that I struggle with a lot to, like, you know, be more compassionate towards myself because I'm very, very compassionate towards other people. But then when it comes to myself, like, I don't give that that kind of level yeah. of compassion towards me. Yeah. Yeah, I understand that. I was, I was the same way. And it was like – and I, I remember I used to always put myself – no, put other people before myself. Mm-hmm. always like I would do everything I could to help people out and yeah. then I was always like the last one to get to get um help for myself and then by the time I reached myself like I'm burnt out like my energy is gone because yeah. I put it out into everybody yeah I'm, then, I'm not gonna lie I'm still that way like I'm a pretty selfless person and I tend to care more about others than I do about myself but I'm trying these days to put myself up there as well on top of that list. But it's something that I'm like still have to like remind myself these days still to be like, hang on, what about me? You know, mm-hmm. not not just everyone else. But um I'm improving, but yeah, it just takes time, I guess. And you gotta you gotta applaud yourself for the improvement. Mm-hmm. A hundred percent. And like I said, you have to like take time out of your day. You like just dedicate. When I first started, like I just dedicated time, and it would always be at night, at night when it's quiet, and I knew nobody's gonna interrupt me, and I can just be like at peace. Mm-hmm. I'll just start journaling, and just anything that came to my mind, I'll just write it down and journal, journal. Yeah. Or like I'll meditate, or like. Even just spending time with myself doing something that I enjoy. 
and then just letting my mind just think instead yeah. of stopping the thoughts from flowing through my head. Mm-hmm. And it's so important to self-reflect because um, not even like it's it's important to like know what is going well in your life and what isn't. Yeah, I agree. Uh-huh. Because like when you're not in, t- in touch with yourself, like you're not in tune with what you really want and what you don't want. And a lot of the times we're doing things just to do things or doing things that we think will make us feel better when it's the opposite. Literally, I feel like that's something that I struggle with as well. Sometimes I try to, I guess I try to make the situation as positive as I can by like almost covering up situations with a more positive um, I guess title mm-hmm. instead of like really saying it for its truth. Does that make sense, sort of? Wait, can you repeat that again, please? Um, something that I like struggle with, I feel like I tend to label things in a positive light instead of really speaking its truth. Like, I sort of, yeah. That's the one. Like, toxic positivity is a thing. Yeah, 100%. It's like, I feel like in the last few months, I've sort of labeled this phase in my life as like a positive transitional growth. I'm like, you know what? I don't feel this way anymore. I don't have this opinion anymore. I feel like happier and, you know, I don't care about this anymore. I care about this. But then, you know, you have one of those days when you're really thinking about it and you're just like, hang on, there's a problem here and you're just putting a positive label on it whereas you're actually avoiding the negative situation. Like I'm trying to turn a negative situation to a positive thing just by calling it something else and basically saying like, oh, I'm healing and I'm being better whereas in reality that's not what I'm doing. I'm just avoiding it by putting a positive title on it. That's the thing with, with healing. People think that healing automatically means that you're going to be happy. Mm-hmm. But healing is a long journey. And there's going to be times where you feel like shit, where you don't even want to work on yourself, where you just want to like lay in bed and cry. And that's fine. And you just got to let yourself feel those emotions because you cannot run away from the emotions. As yeah. much as you want to stay positive, it's always going to catch up to you. Yeah. And it's going to hit twice as hard because you ran away from it. Yeah. I feel like that's yeah. exactly what I've like I've done that so many times in the yeah. past even recently like in the last few months I've done it and then it, it sort of caught up and then you just you sort of have that moment where it's like okay something is not right here like the way that you're going about it is just you know not how it's supposed to be. And you just have to I think sometimes it can be hard because when you when you really want to get over something or when you really want to heal from a certain situation, you try to go about it as fast as possible. Yeah. When you do that, you, you just avoid the situation instead of really admitting how much it impacts you negatively, you know, and then you're just yeah. avoiding the whole situation. And then with, with anything that you avoid, like it's it, like you said before, like it's going to come back at you. And I feel like, yeah, I've been in that situation so many times, but now I'm trying to just be like, it's okay 
to feel things and it's okay to like just let you let yourself feel those negative emotions because you can't run away from it and yeah. the first step to healing is just to not avoid and just to like just let yourself feel it all I think that with that it's like you know like before you start healing um well I guess with me before I started healing I was in a negative headspace a lot of the time and then like when I was happy or when I was like at a good point in my life, it was so easy to think, oh, this is only going to last a little bit. And then, you know, it's going to go back to being bad. Mm-hmm. And then for some reason that kept me going. And then when, you know, when I started healing and it was like, oh, I was actually generally happy for like a longer period of time. Yeah. And yeah. it was like, oh, this new feeling is so good. Mm-hmm. Um. I want to do what I can to keep it, even if it means that I'll fake. I'm faking it. I'm gonna continue to have this feeling because I don't want to go back to that negative headspace. Mm-hmm. And I, that's, I guess, that's what creates that toxic positivity, because obviously you want to heal quickly. You want to leave all that shit behind, and you know, like start a new journey, just just be in a new place in your life. Yeah, but it I, takes it takes time. A hundred percent. I've gone through that like multiple times, where it's just like immediately if I go through something that's really like draining and just like that like big breaking point, I'm just like the next moment, the second I get my head in like a clear space, even just for a second, I'm like, okay, I need to, you know, I need to go out. I need to. How can I feel better again? How can I get back to that like happier version of me? Where mm-hmm this situation doesn't happen anymore and you just don't give yourself that time to just heal and like feel it all and then like eventually it's going to hit you it always it's never a time where I've like rushed into like trying to heal where it doesn't come back and just like hits you it never healing is something you can't rush and with that too it keeps like like and a lack of self-reflection causes us to you know keep Running and keep, um, oh, that's what I just said. <laughs> I was gonna say something else, wait, wait. <laughs> like it, 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 it's like we're keeping our heads above the water because you know we don't want to sink, and then you know we end up in the same situations. Like, for example, right? Let's talk about let's talk about relationships, mm-hmm. and um, a lot of time people go into relationships when they're not ready. Mm-hmm. and, you know, obviously people need to heal. A lot of people are not healing. And then so when two people get together who are not healed and, like, you know, they're trying to make things work, and then, like, you know, it might be a toxic relationship, and then they break up, right? And then I've seen this a lot, like, girls um, go back to a relationship really quickly, like they break up and then they go to another relationship, and then it doesn't work out. And then they break up and get to another relationship. And then, you know, they're just crying and thinking, like, they're not good enough for anybody. And it's like, it's not even that. It's because you need to step back and reflect on yourself because, you know, if you don't work on yourself, what your, like, your insecurities and what the things that you need to work on is going to come to you as a form of a lesson. And that's why you're attracting all of these, like, 
you know, emotionally unavailable men. That's why you're attracting these people who, you know, won't give you the time of the day because you won't give yourself the time of the day. Mm-hmm. Even like look after yourself. And then mm-hmm. like you're like stuck in a loop and you're just trying to keep your head above the water. When all you need to do is just sit down with yourself and ask yourself those questions like why am I feeling this way? What happened to me that made me like, you know, feel this way? Because um naturally naturally we gravitate to things that make us feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. And like another example of that is like um, you know, growing up with parents who weren't really there and you know didn't show you much love, you'll grad you'll go to um partners who, you know, reflect the same way your parents like, you know, the way you grew up with your parents because mm-hmm. that's what you're comfortable with. Yeah. And then like you have to break out of that loop. And the only way to do that is to self-reflect, but people don't want to self-reflect because they're uncomfortable with their own feelings and they don't want to, they don't want to be alone with themselves and their mind. Yeah. And it's just like a continuous loop. Yeah. I think, um, I know I feel this way sometimes, but it's like, it can be really scary not knowing and not understanding yourselves. And I feel like that's why people rush to, to heal or to move on because when you're alone and you're thinking and then you can't come up with these answers as to why you feel a certain way, it just, you know, it takes your head to a whole new level. It's, it's frustrating yeah. when you don't understand yourself or when you don't understand why certain things are happening or why you react a certain way. And then, you know, moving forward, you just, you're not like ready to, yeah. to heal properly if you don't understand yourself in that level yet. And not only that, but I feel like it impacts other people as well. Like if you're not ready for a relationship or something like that and you're not all there, you know, you go and meet someone and then obviously it's not going to work out if you're you're not 100% ready as well. And then it, that's going to, however that ends, that's going to impact that next person and it's yeah. sort of a domino effect. And yeah. everything's linked up and like are feeling all these things when someone else hasn't healed yet. It's so crazy thinking about it. Yeah. Like literally like there's so many people in the world and we don't realise how much we impact each other. It's yeah. like crazy to think about it in that sense. I think that's why I take, I take like, you know, all of this so personally because it's like anything you say, anything you do can leave such a big impact. And, you know, without you, you even knowing like you know how you created like your private story and how you Mm -hmm. post that like you never even know just one person just one person like that could have been the thing they needed to hear that in that exact moment yeah for real and it's like little things can just change somebody's life yeah because like i'm that person that find those that finds those little things that impact me and people probably don't realize it. So I, I figured, like, you know what? Let me let me do my part. And who knows? You never know when someone really needs it. Yeah. And there's just so much negativity in the world right now. And it's like we just need more people to be positive and spread love, not hate. And a lot of people 
nowadays. Nowadays, like, people cope by drinking, smoking, partying all the time. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's just become a lifestyle. Yeah. And, you know, nobody's promoting, like, healing and, you know, meditating and eating. It's just every day, oh, what's the haps? What's the haps? Yeah. It's it's such a normal thing in our generation just to to deal with, you know, whatever our situations are just by by going out and just doing whatever you can to avoid the situation. Like mm-hmm. anything to avoid it. I feel like even I was in that space a lot of times where I'm just like, I need to go out because I need a distraction instead of just letting myself feel whatever it was I was feeling. And I think that's why a lot of people are struggling with lockdown because they don't know how to be by themselves. They don't know how to be alone. Because some people like always surround themselves with people at all times. And then, you know, when you have that chance to be by yourself, it can be really scary. Because yeah. the mind can be a very scary place mm-hmm. when, you know, you don't nourish it correctly. Yeah. And another thing, like, when you bottle up all that emotions and, you know, you let those bad habits, like, control you, um, it really clouds your judgment. And it will, it will like, it can make you lose sight of what truly really matters. Mm-hmm. When your judgment is clouded, it um, leads to you making like really bad decisions. And I, I don't even know, I don't know where I'm going. I had a point and I completely lost it. I tried, <laughs> I tried to keep going. I thought it was going to come to me the more I speak. <laughs> it didn't work at all. Okay, I guess what I was trying to say is that it allows you to gain perspective and, you know, and help you respond more effectively to, to situations. And, you know, when you, when you heal and when you work on yourself, you can see, like, who you need to be around and who, and who doesn't benefit you, like, you know, as a friend, as, you know, a, as a lover. I think it's really important to have people who have their best intentions around you, people who actually, you know, motivate you to do better because then that will help you mentally as well. Because mm-hmm. when you're around people who drain you and like drain you like of your energy and do things that are out of your character, then, you know, like I said, you're, you're, it clouds your judgment and you think that that's right because, you know, they're your friends and you think you know yourself, but you don't. Yeah, 100%. I feel like we can get so comfortable with, you know, distracting ourselves and that we really sometimes just um, aren't aware of the negative influences we have because we just get so comfortable in it and we think that it's okay. It's still like until you start growing and like trying to heal or putting yourself in better situations when you realise how negative something is, you know? Yeah. And I feel like in life I I feel like 
in whatever way it be, growth is so important, just like continuous growth all the time. And then when you stay in like a re- repeated negative habits, eventually you're going to have to deal with whatever it is that you're avoiding. Yeah. And the longer you persist in these negative situations, the harder it's going to be to get yourself out of it and into mm-hmm. that healing and growing stage. And it's so sad because I know a lot of people who put themselves in those situations and then it comes to a point where you can't even help them because they have to, they reach the point where they have to do it themselves. Like they have to realize that by themselves. And it's sad because they're going to have to learn it the hard way because they're in so deep. Mm-hmm. We've talked a lot about like the mind, but it's also your body your, as well, your soul. With me, I became, um, I'm vegetarian now. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I'm vegetarian now. Yeah. And, you know, it was like, it was like something that I was talking to myself about. And, you know, I was doing a lot of research into like, I was already very spiritual. And then like, I was looking into African spirituality. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it made me think back to, you know, before all of this year, back in the days, you know, our ancestors, our ancestors um, were like living without all these precious food and, you know, they had all these herbs and they just cherished the world better than we did. And, you know, the only time they killed animals is like when they needed to, but they're hunting and because they needed to eat that night. And it's mm-hmm. not like they were like killing animals in mass and all that. And it made me like really reflect like what am I putting into my body? <laughs> yeah, I didn't feel like I didn't even know what's in this. And then like before I could like fully turn vegetarian, I'll still eat meat here and there. Yeah. And then like I'll feel so disgusted every time I eat it. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like damn, there can be so much shit in here. And I like I didn't know what I'm putting into my body. Yeah. And then I like I took that time my day to actually reflect and like do I really want to do this? And it's like, oh no, I can't stop eating meat. I've been eating <laughs> meat my whole life. Like what is life without meat? <laughs> like KSD? How am I gonna go through life without eating KSD? Crazy no, I'm, flat chicken? Right now and I'm stressed out. I'm like <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I could do that. I was so scared. And then, like, I started for a little bit, and then I always, like, go back to eating it, like, here and there. And I'm, I make excuses, I justify it, you know. It's like, uh, it's like no, nobody's pulling a gun to my head telling me to be a vegetarian. Like, you're always eating meat. <laughs> yeah. So are you still, like, like, once in a while still eating meat? No, I haven't eaten meat in so long, like, in a couple of months. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've, ever since then, I just felt so much better. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel more connected to myself because of that. And it's crazy because I never thought, I, me, I never thought I would have been a vegetarian at all. Yeah. Yeah. If, you, if like future me came and told me I was going to be a vegetarian, I would laugh in my face. <laughs> oh my God. I'm probably the same, honestly. I don't, I don't know. Like right now I'm saying I probably can't do it, but then you just never know. Just got to give it a go and then be consistent with 
Yeah. And then, like, you know, my mind was at peace, my body was at peace, and my soul was in peace. And it's like, and also it's like work as well. Mm-hmm. Like when you, when you like really start reflecting, you really start contemplating everything in your life, like everything in your life. Yeah, literally. It's so crazy. Yeah, I and do as well. Like as soon as I start reflecting, it's just a nonstop conversation myself that just goes, just keeps going and going and going. And you just start thinking about, everything and how everything impacts every situation it's crazy like I already cut off so many people in my life and then like the more I just reflect it's like how many people I can't cut off more people man <laughs> it's like every time I think it's like oh, I know this person is like not good for me it's like I'm gonna, I'm gonna have like two friends but what is so crazy is like you realize that people people think so differently to you and it's like not necessarily like a bad thing but sometimes you can really see people's like true self before they even like you know what I mean like you start seeing people for who they really are yeah I I do the same like um in my healing my healing journey is very recent I feel like definitely more recent than yours um but I feel like with healing and, you know, improvements each day, whatever it is, you start to just not put up with shit that you used to before. Yeah. Like, I was just thinking to myself the other day, me, the version of me now compared to the version of me a whole year ago is very different in, in terms of, like, what I can tolerate and what I can put up with and things like that. And it's yeah. just like... So, like, I totally understand that whole, like, cutting people off thing. Like, the more you grow, the more clarity you get with what you want to surround yourself with and what's yeah. actually good for you. If you can go back to your future self, what would you tell yourself? My future self or my past self? I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, mean, I thought I killed that. I thought I killed that. <laughs> if you go back to your past self, what would you tell yourself? I feel like I feel like there's so many things I would tell myself. Um, I'm such a stressor, like, and I overthink everything. And one thing that I would tell myself is that I have time. Like, I have time, and there's no time limit or time frame that I have to to do something. And in like with our generation, it's you know, we go on social media and the first thing we see is, like, someone our age making millions or, you know, just doing so well in their lives and you're just, like, I'm the same age, I'm the same kind of person and, like, why am I so behind or, like, you know, just even comparing yourself to the person next to you and you're just, like, oh, they got this and this and they're doing so well. And I used to stress myself out so much, especially in high school being, like, oh, I have to do this by a certain age and I have to achieve this at a certain age and that just it really, really burns you out. And it wasn't until, like, it really burnt me out to the point where I was, like, sort of, like, at, like, a big stop and I just didn't know what to what my next step was going to be. That was the mm-hmm. moment when I realised you have time. Like, I have time to do things at my own rate and at my own pace because everyone's life is different. It's mm-hmm. just that on the internet it's just 
people post when they're successful. They don't post when they're down. They don't post when they're going through shit or when, you know, they're at like a downfall in their life. They just post all these positive things and it just, it really gets you and you don't realize it. And yeah, it used to really stress me out a lot. But nowadays I feel like um, being more content with doing it how I want to do do things and taking my own time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. And it's like from from the moment we were born, it was just like said to us that, you know, you're gonna go to you're gonna go to kindergarten, you're gonna go to um what's it called, primary school, high school, then after high school you're gonna go to you're gonna go to um uni and then after uni you're gonna get a job. Yeah. It's just and so standardized, like everything is like a rule book and you're just like following it step by step. And I used to be that person that was just like, okay, I have to do it by the book. Yeah. And then on top of that, we have our parents' expectations that they put mm-hmm. onto us. And yeah. then like, you know, social media was introduced to us. Yeah. And then there's just like so many things that we're trying to look at and follow and try to like live up to. Mm-hmm. And we don't even take the time out to, you know, ask ourselves, what do I want? What do I want to do? Where do I want to be in my life? Yeah. And then a lot of the times, like, you're just rushing it and then once you do complete something, you're sort of just sitting like, is this actually what I want? Mm. Or am I just, like, just, like, so caught up in trying to get things done by a certain time frame that you didn't really think about everything that you were actually doing and what you actually want? Yeah. And I really hate that social media has such a big impact on our lives because, like you said, you know, we see people doing doing great and social media is fake. So fake. Social so- media is fake. People will edit photos, pretend to be happy, post it, to yeah. make it look like, you know, they have such a, such a perfect life. Mm-hmm. But behind closed doors, man... People are struggling. People are going through the same thing you are. They're just not showing them. Yeah. I was I was literally having this conversation the other day with someone about um, they were just asking me like, Oh, what are you like when you're like on your on your times off? Like what do you do for fun? Like, do you go out much? Are you like a social person? Blah blah blah. And I was like, Oh no, nah, I'm not like that at all. I'm actually like really shy and really quiet and I don't socialize with a lot of people like I'm just I'm good with like my inner circle and and that's that's about it like I'm not like a social butterfly that goes out every single weekend and has like you know heaps of friends everywhere and they're like oh really because like on social media it looks like you go out all the time and you know you do this and you do that I'm like that's just social media I just post when I'm like in those moments and like what I want to post and that's like I'm like that example of how fake social media is. Not saying mm-hmm. what I what I'm posting is fake, but I'm choosing yeah, yeah. what I want to share in that moment. Yeah, yeah, man. And people like, especially if somebody is like super insecure, they they you know focus so much on that and then um, put themselves down. Mm-hmm. And it's like, especially with like. Nowadays, people, everybody's getting BBLs. Mm-hmm. Every, everybody's thick and has a flat stomach and, and is an hourglass. Yeah. And it's like, that's so unrealistic. Yeah. 
but it's like it's so normalized that you know it's not even unrealistic anymore it's like uh, you can anyone can get a freaking BBL now you just gotta have the money yeah I think I was also thinking about this the other day how like we normalize such toxic things that we don't even realize it yeah. like and you, you sometimes you just can't even help it like you you like say a certain thing or feel a certain way and you're just like that's not it that's just what we're like almost like being programmed to feel or to think like that's not normal yeah it's like with normal in terms of like our own personalities our own characteristics our own body shapes there's no such thing as normal everyone's different but yet on social media there's this standard of like what you should be and what you can't be yeah and that's those people from like you know, being their true self on social media because mm-hmm. people feel like they have to look a type of way. So, you know, they edit their pictures, so they pretend like, you know, they're going to fancy places just to post it to make people think that. And it's like, you don't even gain anything from it. <laughs> Literally nothing at all. <laughs> you don't gain anything. Like maybe a couple <laughs> likes, yeah, but that's it. Yeah, that's that I feel. Do you yeah. wanna? I have um the we are not really strangers cards. Do you want me to pull out some cards and then like you know we'll answer them? Sure, go ahead. I feel like that'd be really cool. And there's self reflection too. I've never done this before. Self reflection card. I just um that I just shuffle them, and whatever falls out, I I answer. I do it like tarot stuff. Hey, what is this? What do I keep doing? That keeps hurting. Why do I keep repeating this behavior? Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) She said, oh, shit. It really attacks you, man. It really attacks you. (laughs) I feel so attacked right now. Jesus Christ. It's so crazy because every time I do it, like the perfect, the card that I need for that movement actually comes out. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, she's going to pull out something nice and chill. And now I'm just attacked. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my god um do you want me to answer first yeah you go first you go first um i feel like what i keep doing that um is hurting me is that i go back to my comfortability because lately i've been working on you know self-discipline and mm-hmm. like i feel like i don't know what's going on right now but i feel like i'm at a really still moment in my life and you know I have so much that I want to do and it's like you know I'm doing good and then I just you know revert back to my old habits mm-hmm. like I, I've been doing so good with not going on my phone and doing and reading and you know journaling working on myself and then I find myself just sitting down and just scrolling through my phone. And it's like, I want to stop. I want to turn off my phone. I want to grab my book and read. I want to research. I want to, you know, work on my podcast more, like do create more content. But I'm just sitting on my phone. And I see myself sitting on my phone. And I'm telling myself to get off my phone. But I don't. And then hours go by. And then it comes to a time where I have to go to sleep because I have work in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then I come back from home from work and then I'm on my phone. 
And it's like, it's just like I'm stuck in this loop and I want to get out of it. And I don't know why I keep, I keep doing this. Yeah. And you, it's like, you know, it's bad for you, but yet you just, you don't stop anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. 100%. And it came so randomly too. Like I was doing so good. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I'm not even saying that, like I'm doing bad. It's just like, I just want to like stop. I just want to stop. Yeah, I just, just want to stop. I just want to get back on my shit. Yeah. But, yeah. but maybe um, I need this time to just relax because, you know, I've been doing so much and I'm, I'm working all the time. Like, I'm working every day. Yeah. And then, like, I've been putting a lot of pressure on myself to do so much when, in reality, I just need to relax. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel that. I, I definitely feel that, like, being in situations where you know that something's bad for you, like a bad habit or or whatever it is, and you know there's, like, there's a way to stop doing it as well, but, yet you just don't do it. Yeah. Been there before. I feel like I'm still – I still do that sometimes as well. Do you have an answer now for the question? Can you read the question out again? What do I keep doing that keeps hurting? Why do I keep repeating this behaviour? Um – I think something that I keep doing and that keeps hurting me would probably be I I care a lot about people. I'm I really like caring and compassionate and like you know sympathetic empathetic type of person mm-hmm. and with that comes like me giving too many chances to people and not putting myself first and caring about others before I care about myself. Mm. And a lot of the times, not all the time, but a lot of the times it ends up with me getting hurt or, yeah, just um, I feel like I go through situations with different people where I get hurt and it just be in different ways. And majority of the time it's because I just care too much about people. I always give people the benefit of the doubt. I always give second chances. Whereas if I just, I feel like if I would just notice these little things or like these red flags about people in the beginning and I addressed it or like left at that moment, it would have saved me a lot of like feelings and emotions and things like that. But I'm, such a I'm a person that's like one I just when I care about someone like I really really care about them I just want to give them an opportunity to like improve or be better or show better and because I have so much faith in them as well to be better and it a lot of the times it just leaves me getting hurt and it's definitely a bad habit but that I'm trying to change as well I feel like, which I do, although it is a habit and something that has kept hurting me in the past, I feel like I am in a stage now where I am healing from that and I am growing from that. I feel like I don't tolerate a lot of shit that I used to in the past. So, yeah, I'm working on that. But it can be hard when the first thing that you want to do for someone is just, like, care about them. Yeah, I understand that. I I was the same way as well. Mm. I guess 
the way. I feel like you just have to create boundaries and not even just like boundaries with them, but boundaries for yourself as well. Mm-hmm. And it's like, this is my last straw. And then when you reach your last straw, take it out of the drink. <laughs> <laughs> Don't keep filling up the, the, the cup and yeah. continue drinking, like yeah. take it out and throw it away. And it's like, okay. that was 100 percent the way you like you are now. And it's hard. It's so hard. It's so because, hard because, like you know, I feel like us we are naturally like givers. A hundred. Give, we give, we give. Yeah, like even if like you know they don't give anything back or yeah. they don't receive anything. Yeah, like and it's hard. You yeah. and I were having a conversation the other night. We were talking about how um how we feel like our life purpose is to. Both our life purposes are to help people. Mm. You know, of course, helping people is great and, like, having compassion for people is great and it's something that we both should be proud of that we are those people. But it gets to a level where it's, like, you ignore yourself and don't put yourself first. And yeah. that gets challenging and it gets really hard and, and draining and things like that. One lesson that I've, I've, I've learned and, you know, it was hard for me to take in is that I can't help everyone. Mm-hmm. I, and it's not my job, it's not my place to help everyone. And, you know, it's just something that the individual has to do for themselves. And not everybody wants to be helped. Not everybody wants to heal themselves. Not, any, not everybody wants to change their behaviors. And what I realized is that, like, you know, if they wanted to, they would have. And, you know, and I feel like the universe had shown me that multiple times and I refused to see it. (laughs) (laughs) And I really went through it. And like, in a certain way, I realized it earlier on with friendships. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that was, that was easy for me. Because, you know, I was naturally like a homebody. Like, I didn't really, I was, I was always all right being by myself. Yeah. So, like, the friendship part wasn't really that hard. Yeah. But when it came to relationships, that's where, that's where it really kicked my ass. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny because I literally, like, have been in that situation where I was just like, when am I going to stop letting it happen to me? Like, when am I going to learn my lesson and you know, stop giving so much and stop just, like, caring so much about certain things. Do you journal? No, I don't. I don't. I feel like you should start a, a journal because, yep. you know, what's crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't ever want to say this, but the last guy I was talking to, um, I was journaling a lot and I realised that a lot of things I was journaling was about him. Mm-hmm. And like, it wasn't good. It was like, it was like, and then that was when I realized that I attract emotionally unavailable men into my life. Mm-hmm. You know how crazy that is to be talking to somebody and then realizing that they actually are listening? Like, yeah. when you guys are still talking? Yeah. Do you feel like, like, do you feel like, um, those people are like coming into your life? Because you haven't dealt with that part of you yet? 
Yeah, 100%. 100%. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Can I, I want to, let me see if I could find it in my journal. <laughs> it's so crazy. Like, I told him, I even told him that. Yeah. I was like, I attract an emotionally unavailable man. He was like, are you calling me emotionally unavailable? And I said, yes. Yes. 100%. <laughs> what else am I saying? Oh, yeah. I found it. It was on the 21st of January mm-hmm. at 12.16 a.m. <laughs> Not the late night denims. But... <laughs> I've never gone through it with this guy. Uh, do you have an app called The Pattern? The Pattern? Yeah. No, I don't. Like, it attacks you for no reason, but <laughs> it, it really helped me, like, reflect. Yeah. And oh, apparently at 12.16, I opened the app and, you know, it made, me, <laughs> it made me realize that I'm attracted to this person. Mm-hmm. That's so crazy how the world works. Yeah. Okay, so when I opened the app, I literally wrote down word for word what I saw on the, on the screen <laughs> because I felt so attacked. <laughs> okay, so on the app, it said, you want to be with somebody who makes you laugh? You're seeking someone young at heart who doesn't take anything, or who doesn't take any, who doesn't take anything too seriously. With them, it's your chance to forget your responsibilities and feel free, and like you know, be an outlet fun. But instead of having lighthearted, intellectually stimulating relationships, the experience, the experiences you tend to have, or may have, faced in the past, or often, uh. What the hell? Place in the past are often disappointing. Your your expectations aren't being met and you don't feel taken care of in the way that you hoped. You may have experienced that where... I'm sorry, I can't read that. You may have had experiences that were hurtful, dramatic, uncentering. Oh my gosh, I can't read just give me flashbacks to your 21st. <laughs> by a high school and meeting in front of people. Yeah. You may have you may have had experiences that were hurtful, dramatic, unsetting, or out of your control. It is possible you've dated people who are emotionally unavailable and detached. They can't be anything serious. They can't take anything seriously, including your feelings. That's the that's the part that hit me the best. And that's when his face popped up in your head. Yeah, and then bro, I, I read like five pages. More than five pages. Damn, it just keeps going. Just like explaining the situation or just like just I was just really thinking back on everybody yeah. that, you know, I've ever talked to. Mm-hmm. And it really made sense because all of them were emotionally unavailable and you know didn't take my feelings seriously at all mm-hmm. and you know I allowed that I allowed that to happen because personally my parents were very emotionally unavailable like especially my mom like my mom never really showed me the love that I you know needed to receive mm-hmm. and so like when I get that from from guys it was normal like, I didn't really question it. Yeah, you didn't realise that's just not the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then, like, it really hit me. as like, why am I begging for the bare minimum? Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's like if we are talking, then we should be talking. Why are we spending all this time not talking? Yeah. Right. And I didn't know it was normal for people to just, just talk every day. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's, it's one of those things I feel like um, like when you go through a situation, you don't realise how how bad it is until you receive something that you do deserve and you're just like, oh, shit, so that situation in the past, that was not how it was supposed to be? Mm. Yeah. And, um, like, you know, most of them, like, were going through things or, like, you know, were in a time in their lives where they needed support. Mm-hmm. Like, I was always there when, you know, when they needed me. Did that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, at the point of time when we start talking or, like, after we start talking. And then I would do anything to, like, try and help them or, like, give them advice and, like, just be that emotional support. And then that's all it became. Like, I was just, did I say emotional support animal? Yeah, just like <laughs> personal therapy whenever they Yeah. And then I never received any of that. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, why am I wasting my time trying to help you when you don't even like, want help? Yeah. A lot of the time they didn't want to, like, heal. Yeah. So be stuck in their own way. Mm-hmm. And then I always felt like shit because it was like, oh, oh, um, how can I be, like, a good girlfriend or whatever if I can't? you know, help you. Mm-hmm. And I use the word girlfriend very loosely because I have never been in a relationship my whole life. Yeah. It's just situationships. Mm-hmm. That's it. But now, it's like I know now what I need. Like I know. And like, you know, after I realized that, we we were still talking, but like I started voicing myself more. Yeah. You know, I was like, I stepped my foot down and I was like, to be honest, if this is going to work, we're going to need a healthy foundation. Like, I'm going to need you to, you know, reach these expectations or I'm gone. Yeah. And then that's all it took. That's all it took for me to be like, yep, um, I deserve better. I love that though. Like, we, we're so blinded sometimes when we don't understand certain things like for example you didn't realize that you attract emotionally unavailable people but then sometimes when that one thing just clicks and you just get it and you're just like you know what i'm not going to put up with that shit mm. it's so good it's, like, it's very liberating and then now i just don't talk to now i just don't talk to anybody <laughs> i'm literally the same i don't even charge my phone anymore at night <laughs> I felt that, but I have to because I work in the morning. But yeah, like, only on work nights, and that's it. <laughs> I just, I just ignore everyone left and right. Like mm-mm. now, I'm, like I'm, I'm more cautious because oh, another thing as well is that I shared way too, like share way too much, especially like you know, with um, with like a man. <laughs> I will tend to you know 
give so much so early, mm-hmm. like of my emotions. And it's crazy because it's hard for me to catch a feeling. Yeah. But like, you know, I'll lay it out flat and then I wouldn't, wouldn't like receive it. And then I backtrack. And then when they start liking me, I'm still like back there because, you know, I felt like I needed to run back into my little hole because yeah. I felt like I shared too much. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I feel like I'm the same. I, I'm not someone that like, I told you this before, like I'm not someone that opens up a lot and like yeah. express myself a lot. But then when I do, I like get into that zone of just like laying it all out and just, just really like putting it all out and speaking my mind. Yeah. Yeah. You want to do one more? Sure. It's been an hour and 10 minutes. Okay. Oh, okay. Now. Uh, <laughs> are any of my insecurities hurting anyone else by accident? That's actually a pretty good question. That is a really good question. How could I think about it? The only thing I can actually think about is how I am very insecure, like at home, being myself and talking to, you know, my family members, especially my mom. Because I spent so much of my life like being quiet and sheltered and keeping to myself at home because I never had, you know, any type of like proper healthy relationship with my mm-hmm. mom. Yeah. And so I don't know how to talk to her. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, like I feel... It's so weird, but I do feel really insecure around my mom, especially when we're having a conversation. Yeah. And it leads to me not talking to her. Like, it's so weird, but, like, I try to avoid her. Because it's like every time we talk, it always end up with her, like, you know, making me feel bad about something. Yeah. So, it's like, it's so easy to just keep away. And I feel like that's, I feel like that's hurting her low-key because, like, obviously you want to have, like, you want to talk to your 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 kids and yeah, have a relationship with them. Relationship with them, yeah, yeah. But I feel like I'm stopping that from happening, and it's like it's not even like I'm doing it on purpose. It's like I just don't know how to talk to her. Yeah, yeah, I, that makes sense. Like, especially when it's I don't want to say it's her fault, but like, like how do I word it without saying it like that? It's like, like, like you're saying it's hurting her. That you can't, you know, open up. But then, in reality, the reason why I can't. Open yeah, up. yeah. That's the only thing I could think of. Mm. I wouldn't say my insecurities like heavily impact others around me, but I feel like um, it stops me from building relationships for sure. Mm. I. Like, I have a really tight circle. I only have, like, a few friends, never been, like, the popular kid. And meeting new people is just so hard. Making genuine relationships and connections is so hard because I'm so insecure and I have such little self-esteem that it's hard for me to express myself and, like, open up and, like, be me. Whereas, like, 
I'm, I know who I am and I know who I am when I'm comfortable with people. And it's always like in my head I'm always thinking like, you know, the first time I meet somebody, that image of me is like it's not really who I am. Like I wish they could meet me when I'm more comfortable with them. Yeah. It's always just like, oh, you just got to like give me time to let me open up to you. And, you know, I feel like you might really like that person, that person that's eventually going to get comfortable with you. And because of that, I feel like I get so like scared to open up and then that just like pushes people away because, you know, people can be impatient and they just want like you to be free and like open up to them straight off the bat but with me it's like it takes time because I'm so insecure with myself that I can't put myself on the line like that I can't give you who I am to like my closest friends right away yeah yeah you understand that and then like nowadays everything is so fast-paced mm-hmm. and it's like you meet somebody and then like they're like oh next week we should go out and eat and then like you know it's just like Nobody really has those type of conversations first before, yeah. you know, going out again and like you know spending like a lot of time together, like just quickly off the bat. Yeah, meeting. literally, like I say it all the time. I'm like, let's just slow down and let me actually get to know you first, because you know, people these days they've been meeting up with anyone straight off the bat, not knowing a thing about them, and the first thing they'll be like, oh, let's link next week, like. You know, yeah. <laughs> my last name, like, calm down, like. Honestly. And it's like, like, friendships are like relationships as well. It's like, you need to know each other in order for, you know, the friendship to, um, you know, be a strong relationship, be a strong friendship. Mm-hmm. And, like, on top of that, I have, like, really bad trust issues. So that plus my insecurities and me like needing that time to like open up to you and like express myself it definitely is time and people just can be really impatient these days and just want to you know get to the point that I'm just not that person at all I guess you just got to find the right people like because if people really want to be your friend they will be patient they will like Mm -hmm. allow you that time and won't rush you yeah I think when you do meet those people that understand how you are and they they still stick around, you tend to realise that those are the people that are really meant to meant to be there. Yeah. Friends come and go. Yeah. Um, they're the ones that stay. I guess for a reason, like you said. Do you have anything else you want to say? I think if I could spread any message about self-reflection, I would say... Don't avoid your emotions. Let yourself feel your emotions and take the time to understand yourself in a deeper level in terms of, like, why you behave a certain way, why you say certain things, why you have certain characteristics. Do that, and then that's when I think healing really begins. Yeah. Like, dedicate that time to yourself. Mm -hmm. Because you owe it to yourself to be there for yourself because at the end of the day you know it's you you you're the one who goes to sleep you're the one who wakes up and you know you're not gonna always have people around you to help you and 
they can't help you if you can't help yourself. So exactly. The sooner you start your self-reflection journey, the better. And it just like helps you through life, like makes life a little bit easier. A hundred percent, because not only does it impact you heavily, but it impacts everyone around you as well. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure you go check out Sora's other episodes on her podcast and we hope you have been able to take something positive out of our conversations today. And, yeah, tune in next time with Sora. Thank you, guys. Bye.